Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland on Monday, November 20th, and this is news that you can use with your hosts, Zach and Ray. Oh, and by the way, that's news that you can use from YAA. Soon to be Car Edge. This is news that you can use from Car YAA. All right, right, here's the deal. I got some new insights from a weekend's worth of doing research Research. on our friends over at Carvana. We don't have any friends at Carvana. Definitely not after today's show. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Happy Monday, short week. Thanksgiving right around the corner. Dad, do we start with... Do we start with exposing ourselves Whoa. in public? Do we start with selling our inventory to dealers? Or do we start with, oh, what was the third one? Uh, selling, oh, selling, selling our selling vending machines. Estate. Yeah, selling our real estate. Where, 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 where would you like to begin? Actually, let's ask the chat. Before we dive in, there's yeah. three storylines here. Do you want us to start with exposing, not ourselves, but something being exposed in public, um, selling cars to dealers, wholesale pricing, going down or do we start with what was the third one again selling their their uh, real vending estate. machines yeah their vending machines well hang tight for a second yeah you know speaking of vending machines yeah in an earlier life my you know my father uh, most of you people don't know this most of you folks don't know this but my father was a dentist okay and uh, and he hated dentistry absolutely hated it mm-hmm. but he did it for quite some time and he gave up dentistry to go into the vending machine business and um i i uh, followed in my father's footsteps for a few years much like my brother did yep. and and we both worked in the business filling vending machines now now the reason i bring this story up yep is because the the, the biggest portion of our of of our business was well prophylactic machines yep so my my brother and i were my parents were the the rubber king and queen and my brother and i were the rubber princes ready and and so i think we should start with exposing yourself no we're going to vending machines (laughs) this is what folks in the chat said dad Okay. This was super interesting. I found this on the internet, Pops. Carvana is starting to sell their vending machines and sell the real estate, their dealerships. Yes. Now, to be clear, they are leasing it back from the folks that they're selling it to. Yes. But this is a this, this is a huge sign, I think. They are now selling their vending machines to lease them back. And the reason they're doing this is to get cash on the books. Well, yeah, they need they need cash uh, to service their, their mounting debt and... Um, they're unable to do that through just the sale of automobiles um, because they, they've proven that rather conclusively since they've lost a, a billion and a half dollars in the first nine months of this year. So they need they need to raise some cash so that they can continue operating. Yep. Um, and one of the best ways to do that is to uh, well sell your, your real estate and then lease it back. Dad, you just mentioned Carvana's lost a billion and a half dollars. Look at this article from April of this year. Yes. This was when uh, Carvana signed their debt deal with Apollo Global Management. Yeah, right, I wonder if I wonder if Apollo's having second thoughts. Dad, April 28th, 
And you just said how much has Carvana lost so far this year? Uh, $1.5 billion. All right, we're going to scroll down, folks. We're going to scroll down. We're going to scroll down. We're going to scroll down. Stay here with me. Stay I'm not going anywhere me. because, you know. I... Meanwhile, Meanwhile, used vehicles have become unaffordable for poorer consumers, crimping demand. Carvana is expected to lose around $800 million in 2022. Hmm. Well, they've already outperformed that. And that was in April that the estimate was $800 million for the year. And what, how much have they lost so far? $1.5 billion. And, and with any luck at all, they'll probably hit the $2 billion in losses by the end of the year. All right. Now, the other storyline, and the reason this is important is because if, if this business goes down, <laughs> yes. I think it, it sets the tone for will this model ever work again, which is big question marks around that. And I also think there's the opportunity for a lot of inventory to come back into the market? Will it be enough to really, I don't know, flood the market is, is a challenging thing to say. We had this ad we've talked about once before in the show. And the third story we have never talked about on the show, and I'm nervous to talk about it, to be honest. But, Dad, we've got Carvana. I'll, I'll be good, I promise. You have to. Carvana is advertising on social media, not to customers, yes. not, not to consumers, I should say, yes. but to their other customers, dealers. They yes. are promoting <laughs> the fact that they are pricing their wholesale inventory, quote, to move, okay? So, Carvana is starting to advertise their wholesale business on social media, which is a super interesting thing to think about. Yeah, they cutting out their their uh, auction sites. Odessa, I mean, how are they doing? Are they selling direct? I mean, what are they doing here? So that's storyline number two. Before we yes. get to number three, Dad, this is from CPFB sixty eight. Just saved two points. Yes, on a sixty month auto loan from the YAA Credit Union. Thanks, Ray and Zach. Friendly reminder: we are not a credit union yeah. yet. Yet, maybe but someday. Be something maybe if, someday. If one day we were. Right now, we partner with four credit unions, yes. and we've had over a thousand people apply to either refinance an auto loan or finance a new loan. You can come to joinyaa.com, click on finance, choose your state, and get connected and get pre approved in about 60 seconds. And, okay? and, and may I say something? We had one commenter suggest that, that we're probably packing the interest rates by two points, like they do with the dealership. Um, when in fact, um, we we collect a fifty dollar. We make fee fifty bucks when you for, when you if uh, if you fund if, a loan. If you fund a loan, so yeah, yeah. So much for the Georgia United Credit yeah. Union down in Georgia. Love it. All right, yeah. number three, Dad. Yes. Uh, okay, we're gonna do it, guys. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. You go to Caravana's website. Yes. You go to their investor relations and you go to corporate governance, which is an interesting concept. And you go to their management team. Yes. We spend time on this channel and at large, the media hits on Ernie Garcia and his father, Ernie Garcia II, who, yes. who cashed out over $3 billion in Carvana stock, 3 .6. 3 Carvana .6 stock last year. And he also um, had spent some time in jail. Uh, he, he uh, yeah, prior, prior misgivings, white collar crime, great stuff back in the Part of the savings and loan scandal that the involved the... Uh, Lincoln savings and loan. I actually think the bigger story is here. Yes. Benjamin. I say Houston. You say Huston. Benjamin Huston. So I found his name on the, on the list and I started doing some research. I, yes. I did research on all these folks. Yes. Okay, here we go. So Mr. Huston actually found, I, I connected the dots, knew the Garcias um, from Stanford University. Yes. They went to university at the same time. But he went to Boston. He went to Boston to go to Harvard Law School. Dad. Yes. Pretty good law school, I understand. So that's two pretty good schools. You Google his name. <clears throat> yeah. Student arrested following flashing. Okay. What when I flashing? When I saw this, Dad, I got, <clears throat> yeah. I got concerned. Okay. This is from 2006. And this is not to say people can't make bad decisions when they're younger. Well, it was St. Patrick's Day. 
that that and right there be, could explain it all. No, there's no explanation <laughs> for why you do what you're what about okay. to describe. An allegedly inebriated Harvard Law School student learned he did not have the luck of the Irish this past St. Patrick's Day when he was arrested for flashing his pot of gold in public. Yeah, well. Benjamin E. Huston, Houston, was arrested last Friday at 5.20 p.m. for exposing his genitals to oncoming traffic. And this is a monetized video. So that's the one and only time we're mentioning that word, to oncoming traffic, according to Boston Police Department. Pops, it goes on, and I actually think a bigger part of this is yes. when the officer attempted to arrest him, Huston, or Houston, was allegedly resistant. Quote, he made it a point to make it known he was a Harvard Law School student and that he would uh, see us in court, the police officer said. It seems he thought it would make a difference in the outcome of the incident. The third story. Well, I here. just have a question. Please. Be Were careful. they going to see all of him in no, court or dad, just him? Dad. No, <laughs> we've got to be careful. I'm, be, I'm just asking a question. It's I mean, not, maybe, maybe, you know, for no, the jury let trial. The, stop. Let the comments do it. Let the comments do it. Pops. Yeah. I think this speaks to the corporate governance challenges that Carvana is going to face. And one of the reasons why Carvana could go down is because someone like that, has been there from the very beginning, mm -hmm. is running a multi-billion dollar physical goods operation. No, come on now. He's a lawyer too. Why is a lawyer running operations for, I think there's a lot of question marks around the team, the corporate governance. Like honestly, Ernie Garcia, the CEO, is he even really the right person to be running this company? He just kind of took drive time over from his dad. Like, I don't know if that's the right, right team uh, uh, at, at its core to be running Carvana, especially right now when things are getting tough. Um, well, listen, we, we, uh, I'm not going to defend them. No, you okay, can't. because there, there is, there is no, no defense for exposing yourself in public. No, of course. Um, hell, there's, there's hardly any defense for exposing yourself in private. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but there's absolutely no defense for exposing yourself in public. Um, but he was a young college student. We all make mistakes when we're younger. Okay. You just said you're not going to defend. So you got to be careful. You're on the line. I'm not defending. I'm just I saying know. we all make mistakes. Now, yep. you know, some mistakes are, are more grievous than others. Okay. And I don't know that um, I, 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 I would think that in many instances with corporate America, if when they do their due diligence and do a background check on you, that he was friends with the, the Let me finish. CEO. And they do a background check on you that when they come up in the background check that you were arrested for exposing your genitals to traffic in Boston, that that would automatically disqualify you from being employed. It's one thing like what you did in college and, and, and you had a fake ID, which you used to buy alcoholic beverages. Um, it's quite another thing to, to flash the public and then be in a corporate position of corporate governance. How do you even get that job? How do you, I mean, every company in America today runs background checks. Yep. If they all do, a drug test. Yep. And I used to, you know, I used to say to prospective employees, will you be able to pass a drug test? And when I ask you, will you be able to pass a drug test? I'm not, I'm not asking that you'll be able to identify the drugs. Okay. That we, that we won't find any in your system. And when we do background checks, if anything like that would have come up. Yeah. Um, 
Well, we certainly would have passed on that employee. I wouldn't want that person working for me as a salesperson, let alone. I got to tell you, Pop, as a C level. Um, uh, this is this is the this is the part that actually sticks out more to me. Yes. Yes. His yeah, comments exactly. of the cows makes him seem like a typical entitled rich kid. And when you start to look at this business, Dad, Carvana has yeah. well, it's nothing but entitled, entitled rich, rich kids. kids. <laughs> and that was today's show. That was the point I wanted to make. Is yes. Carvana is a business that yes. is nothing but entitled rich people. Yes. Who took a business model that pred drive time predicated on subprime. Like if yes. you do any research, and holy hell, guys, I've done a ton of research <laughs> about drive times different holding companies for yes. different things. Like I've, I've got I mean, very drive deep... time was originally ugly duckling yep. and ugly duckling was almost a buy here, pay here type operation. A, definitely a subprime yep. uh, customer type operation. Now that being said, I think this shines a bit of a light for will Carvana make it through this time in their life. Eh, probably not. I, I, I don't see it happening. You know, when you take on, multiple billions of debt there's all sorts of covenants there are all sorts of things that the debt holder puts into that to make it more friendly to the investors because they take on a lot of risk yes i would not be surprised if you see a new executive team at carvana next year the business will still be around but a new executive team because it's going to have to be a whole set of new faces to actually run this thing because maybe the business model could work but holy cow man not right now. And especially not and the other story that we want to cover today is just how weird the used car market is. Yes. Prices have never fallen as fast as they are right now. Yes. They, That's a bad setup for a company that was predicated on buying cars at, at their highest and selling them for even more. That doesn't work. Um, well, it, it, not normally. Um, you know, and, and, and the thing that really propelled Carvana's growth was the pandemic. Yep. Um, where suddenly there was a way for you to buy a car and not have to go into a dealership and do it and, and not have to worry about wearing a mask and this, that, and the other thing. So that's what propelled their business. And the fact that, that, you know, you can go back into dealerships today um, and that there's inflation and there's uh, increased interest rates and there's major headwinds yep. for all retail businesses at the moment. Yep. Um, you know that, and 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 for them not to have seen it coming, when I don't know, we've been talking about this nonsense for for a year yeah. that we saw it coming. Yeah, um, that that you just it just it just paints the picture that really they they didn't know what they were doing. They still don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to actually correct it. I mean, they've they've now laid off. 4,000 employees since May. I think they still have, what, 15,000 people working there? 12,000, whatever like it is. But, but you know, and apparently, as we all know, they don't seem to employ anybody in the titling department. <laughs> um, and, and they have so many other legal issues that surround their business that you just get the sense that, that they don't have anywhere near the right people there. Or, or that people are that are serious this, about Dad. about how to. From Igor, Zach Group One just bought seven thousand cars from Carvana, averaging ten to fifteen percent below MMR Mannheim market report for each unit. Carvana is clearing inventory massively because they need the money. Their Q4 earnings are going to be horrendous. Like, like, there's like a Ponzi scheme type thing going on there. I mean, it's not a Ponzi scheme. To be very clear, Carvana legal team. I'm not saying it's a yeah. Ponzi scheme. Please do not. Yeah, not a Ponzi scheme, but I'm just saying it, it feels like 
feels like there were a lot of holes on this sinking ship that are now being more exposed. Yes, and and if they're selling them below MMR, which is wholesale value, yes, that that is that is significantly below what they probably paid for them. So it just exacerbates their loss. But they need so much cash because they're burning through so much cash that they are looking for any way possible to to gather that cash. And that includes selling, selling their, their real selling estate, their releasing machines. it back yeah. for 20 years, okay, with, with knowing that more than likely they ain't paying on that lease for more than a year, Uh you know, selling your inventory at a loss, it's 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 the perfect storm to to expose and I and I hate to use the term expose in this yeah, particular yeah, yeah. but to expose the incompetence at the at the running of that business. Tailwinds it, and headwinds, baby. They had tailwinds for the longest time. Yes. Now they got headwinds, and I think it's all as you like to say. The poop's going to hit the fan. Reese, man. Yes. Thank you for the contribution. Thanks for the content guys. You're helping Thank out you, a lot Reese of folks, man. myself included. And let's 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 help someone really quickly here. Okay. Savannah says, after using the YAA website to see how much a car company would buy the exact same vehicle we are looking to purchase, the difference between the asking price and the car guru's offer is $17,000. If you joined us on Saturday night, we did this with, what was it, a 2013 Forerunner, Toyota Forerunner? Yes. 4 yes. With 56,000 miles. This, uh, this, this woman, I think it was a woman, she said yes. her daughter. Yes. Her daughter bought a 2013 56,000 mile on it Toyota 4Runner for $32,000 from Carvana. Yes. We then went to joinya.com and we used the sell widget to see what dealers in her area would pay to buy it back. Yes. The highest offer was like 11,000, 10,000, it was $10,500. Yes. She just paid $22,000, $21,500 over wholesale value for a vehicle. That is insane. You should never do that. You remembered it's Carvana. You can return it. You have seven days. Yes. We advised her to do that. If you're going to buy a used car right now, pressure test that price because the dealer might not advertise a low price because there may be, and forgive me for saying sucker, but there may be someone who's uninformed that they can take advantage of. That will yes. not be you. That 100% will not be you. Yeah, they're they're... Wholesale values are going down so quickly that dealers that bought stuff 90 days ago so overpaid for in comparison to what they could replace it for today. Yeah. Um, and they're hoping that you as the consumer don't know better. And one of the comments uh, from Saturday night was, well, you're, you're telling people to get offers from Carvana and we know that Carvana pays too much because they're also the ones that you suggest might be going out of business. Um, and, and you expect dealers to match that. I don't know that I expect dealers to match that, but I think that allows customers to have some leverage when they're negotiating the value of their trade. Okay. And, and for, for that gentleman who, made the comments i apologize to him for well perhaps making his job harder at whatever dealership he works at <laughs> but if it's fair for dealers to utilize tools like that yep. to justify their pricing then it is fair for consumers to use the same tools to justify why they want what they want now everybody has to remember that somewhere along the line there has to be um some compromise involved 
But if you don't have that information as the customer going in, then, well, you're less likely to find yourself in a position where you can find a decent compromise. want to jump back for a second, Dad. We talked yeah. on this channel and over on the YA channel and in general about a lot of the mm, monopolistic tendencies within automotive. Cox mm -hmm. Automotive kind of un runs and owns everything. But then we've got a company like Carvana. And maybe yes. in some ways you could say, well, they're doing a great thing. They're not Cox, right? Wrong. I was doing more research again <laughs> this weekend. Cox Automotive invests in Silver Rock Holdings, enters the F&I space. This was back in 2016, Dad. Yes. Cox Automotive made a significant investment into Silver Rock. Silver Rock, yes. if you're playing along at home, Silver Rock owns, Silver Rock LLC owns Silver Rock Automotive, which is the uh, uh, extended warranty company, Silver Rock Insurance, which is the insurance agency, and Blue Shore Insurance Company, which is the property and casualty, so the auto home renters uh, policy provider. That Silver Rock is what Carvana now uses. And it makes sense because Ernie Garcia is the majority owner of DriveTime, which is the majority owner of Silver Rock. And he's also the equity partner at Areno Holdings. You can you can just you can just dive, man. I, I started researching some SEC related things. Like here's the information about um, the Carvana folks, uh, the planes, mm -hmm. the private jets. They've got four <clears throat> private jets. Okay. That seems like how many do we have? Dad, they're very rich. Like, how, let's but be, how many do we, we have? don't? You recognize this name? Yeah. Paul Bro, he's yeah. the one right now who yeah, in the state was, of Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Criminal charges. Criminal against charges against him. Anyway, the, the web gets pretty deep and you realize that it's actually all interconnected. Like Cox runs the industry and yeah. Cox also has connections back to the Garcia family. And the Garcia family not only owns Carvana, but they also own Drive Time and Silver Rock and all these other pieces. It's all it's all connected, man. It's all connected. They all make a ton of money. Four private jets. Like they're rich. They're very rich. Like they, they well, come on. I mean, Ernie Garcia the second sold three point six year, billion. Three point six billion dollars worth of shares a year ago, September. Igor, as our consummate uh, community member who has flown on a private jet, we're gonna yeah. need your context here. Yeah. Having four, like let's yeah. say let's say they've got they've got less than ten billion dollars, right? Can't believe we're having this conversation. Yeah. They have to have less than ten billion. Well, their market cap is less than that. Today. But in general, in general. What, that feels like I feel like for every ten billion you get one jet. They have too many jets. Well, you too know, but jets. they were worth sixty billion at one time, which, <sighs> according to your math, means they actually should have two more jets. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, Laura Cox doesn't necessarily directly own Carvana, but they have quite the connection back <laughs> to Carvana. What a surprise! Yeah. So I, I, it makes me question even when we read stuff in automotive news or on Cox's website, like <clears throat> everything in this industry is 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 uh, geared towards making more money off of customers when they go into the dealership. Yeah, and everything we do is geared towards uh, uh, preventing dealerships from taking advantage of customers. Thank you, Igor. But I'm assuming, I'm assuming that, Igor, <laughs> you don't have $10 billion. So there you go. Well, yeah, but he does have a yacht. yacht. Okay. Uh, it's a little chilly for the yacht this time of year, though, isn't it, Igor? I feel, Jay Wilk, that this is kind of an important point. But anyway, we'll get off yeah. of that. We'll get off of that. Where should we turn our attention to next? Dad? I, there's there's a couple comments in the, uh, the chat. You know, we're, we're, you know, you're the director. Uh, we will pull up Reisman because he donated. So we'll pull this up. We'll okay. all flash oncoming traffic every now and then. We've all been there now. Yeah, I, I just I just never no. stopped it. Ah, <laughs> 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 <sighs> oh, man. All right. I don't know quite where to go. Usually yeah. I'm, I'm like on my A game here, but all that Carvana stuff kind of kind of took me off my A game. Just ruined it for you. Yeah. You know what I'll do? I'll do what I always do best. Don't remind everyone. Dad. Yeah. What we are and who we are and how we how we operate. Use the community forum. We are off on Thursday and Friday. Um, so we, we're off Friday? 
the the team is behind this. Yeah. Thing. So, but, but you and I, you and I will be on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Phil I mean, actually I, asked me this morning. He's like, "Do you want me to send the calls on Thursday and Friday straight to voicemail?" I was like, "No, it's not up to me." Like, I like taking the phone calls. If you call us, if you have questions, but don't call us on Thursday. Well, do, be with we your will family. be with family for Thanksgiving. I know, but on the drive, I could take calls. Oh, you, you <laughs> I got to listen to you for three hours in the car. Joinya.com. That's where all the stuff is that we have to be able to help you, whether it be buying a car, selling a car, insuring a car, warranty for a vehicle, finance, refinance. Sounds a lot like Silver Rock, to be honest, and Carvana. Yeah. Maybe we're building a Carvana competitor. Who knows? Anyway, take a peek at that. Let's call it a bit of an early show unless there's something in particular. Maybe, that... maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Cox wants to invest. Cox ain't going to invest in this. Uh, okay. Someone asked how Vroom's doing. Let's take a quick peek. Oh, Vroom's doing terrible. Uh, let's go year to date. They are only down 89%, Deb. Yeah, Stuff's trading at dollar twenty-one, dollar twenty-one, ladies and gentlemen. Carvana. Let's see how their stock's doing. They're down fourteen percent today. Woo! Yeah. Woo, buddy. Let's double check. What's YA stock doing? Uh, no, there is not. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but I guarantee you, there are people out there that would buy our stock if if it, we were a publicly traded company someday. Someday. Yeah. Here we go. Grease Belly Garage. I talked to Jennifer about a service contract. She was awesome. Yeah, we've got a great team behind the scenes. So if you haven't called us, engage with us. We're here to help. Let's call it an early show. We'll okay. be back tomorrow. We've got used car market data from BlackBook, which will be so interesting. Yes. Remember, actually, the Cox data said wholesale prices were moderating and yes. starting to go back up a little bit. BlackBook data has shown them tanking. Yes. Bit of a, a bit of a uh, battle royale tomorrow to see what BlackBook shows. Well, you know, why don't we pit one against the other and we'll we'll see who wins. We will see who wins. I like that. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us here today, Pops. We'll be back tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Uh, exactly, young man. So thank you all for being here today. We look forward to seeing you back here with us again tomorrow. Every one of you have a great day. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.